It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And welcome, everyone, to the Radio Roundtable, this uh, actual Friday edition. We uh, have been recording on Thursdays lately, but today we wait until Friday. And uh, here with us on the panel today, of course, uh, Jim Jackson, Kevin Franzen, Larry Anderson from the radio side. Larry Anderson on video showing us his name is Kevin. Kevin. I'm pretty and sure. I'm Larry. I know it's been a while since I've seen you guys in person, but I'm pretty sure that's not Kevin. I'm Murph. <laughs> I'm Murph ben. is with us. Greg Murphy is here. Yeah, yeah. Good to see you guys. And so is Ben Davis from an undisclosed location. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My bet is it's a Delco uh, convenience store. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Can you get the diesel gas? <laughs> Stopping in for some of your favorite coffee. <laughs> My favorite coffee, my favorite chips. Yeah, and get those chips. Stop, stop and pick up some hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> you run out, clearly. Hey, but you I'm... know what? Ben, I see a marketing opportunity. They have Just for Men, but they, Just for Ben. And there, you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. Three months at home with four kids is not very fun. I'm lucky I have any hair left. <laughs> Well, you're getting it cut though, right? I mean, it looks, you just don't, you ran out of product. I, um, I just made a donation to uh, a charity for my haircut because you're not allowed to pay anybody. Okay. So. <laughs> but still, you're without product. Uh, no product. No product. Okay. Which so, is yeah. unusual for us to see you. That Very way. unusual. I do have my sunglasses up top though, so that's good. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the dip in gel cost? Uh, go or the I guess the increase in gel cost going forward. If Ben's not buying any, we're all gonna feel that one. Yeah, it was like the Dow this week. Right? That's right. Yes, yesterday. You're looking, at, you're looking at like a store that go like waiting for Ben to come in. Like we're stocking up. <laughs> it's like the crude oil. It's just to keep stacking it up, stacking. There's nowhere to put it all. Uh. Unbelievable. So uh, we still don't have a uh, resumption as we sit and chat on this uh, Friday afternoon. We still don't have a, a resumption of play uh, really? plan in place. There's a lot of negotiating back and forth. But we did have some actual like baseball stuff developed this week in the uh, MLB draft. You guys uh, tune into that pretty closely, or I watched. Well, Mary, the I'm sure you thing. watched every pick. They already did, did it. Yeah, I watched <laughs> everything. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, draft is over and done with. <laughs> Five rounds, though, yeah. a way different concept. Um, yeah. And the best part was last night, like towards the end of the fifth round, they were kind of getting these random guys. And on MLB Network, they were stumping like the Baseball America guys. They're like, yeah, I got no idea who this guy is. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't on our radar. Yeah. And you're going, these guys study and do everything as, you know, as much as they can. And the fact that the one guy was like, yeah, I just, yep. Looks like he's going to be a projectable guy. I don't know. But there were some guys that were like supposed to be like 30th overall or 35th overall, whatever. 
and they didn't even get drafted. So it's like yeah. they did all the research for those guys, but they didn't do it for the, the other ones, I guess. I don't know. It's, I, it all comes down to signability. I was very surprised how many college kids went. I mean, it was it was incredible. Uh, no, well, that, that's the thing is that, like, if, if you go off of our high schooler is going to take that bare minimum and take that chance – you know, rather than, you know, years down the road, let's see what, you know, go to college and, and all that. The college guys, you have to entice those guys to to get that money. Yeah. And the other thing is, like back in the day, like when we would sign or whatever, if you got a million and a half, that was life changing money. And now I hate to say it, but a million and a half is not life changing money anymore. Not in this day and day and age. You know, you're going to give. I take it. But yeah. you give you're going to give <laughs> at least 500 grand back to Uncle Sam. You know what I mean? Then you're 18 year old kid that, you know, that's what you have to live on the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, if you Rick, never make it, I'd like to, I'd like to have that opportunity. <laughs> it changes my life. I guarantee you, I change a couple things in my life yeah. with a million and a half. It, the, the non former players all are like, give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> and the guys that signed for 2,500 bucks, I mean, I'm like all in. Let's go. I get excited when I get the all state uh, refund that I get for $25 this month. Bring it on. That's for, that's for all your late night chats with Jake. Should have gone to progressive, Merv. I got 37. Oh, wow. Look at you. Hey, uh, Larry, Larry. Now, Larry, when you, your signing bonus, what, 1974? 1971, I'm sorry. Yeah, bad investment. 1971, you bad got 10,000? 10,000 bucks. That was life changing. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> the league life changing. He it still has never. Changing. You have never stopped talking about what you did with the money. Oh, you gonna go there? Yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> it was a a sixty sixty seven Mustang, maybe a sixty eight at this point. I don't know which. Or ten acres at Aspen for seven hundred an acre. Mm. Aspen. I don't Tell have any property in Aspen. <laughs> also, Larry, Larry, you really never liked Montana, so <laughs> somewhere out there, Good you know, uh, that would have been life changing. Yes, think? yeah, yeah, could have been. You get to hang out with us now. Tell us I, what became of the car. Um, he wrecked it. I think they, yeah, I think they finally got it out of the ditch on Lake Sammamish Road. <laughs> That's the last I saw it. I was, uh, I was with Paz, with my, my best friend growing up, and he was a passenger side, and i like, the windshield wipers were all frozen up. This was in the winter. So I said, hey, and we were, for whatever reason, we were on our way to the airport. We weren't going anywhere. Um, Aspen? We weren't flying anywhere. We were just going to the airport. <laughs> Um, in a snowstorm. And so I was like, hey, if I start getting close to the side over there, let me know. And when we were, when we were laying kind of like this way in the ditch, <laughs> he, he told me we were too close. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> a scary Thanks, story is I had like a white vinyl top. It was, um, uh, one streak across the top of the, the roof of the car was brown. We skimmed a telephone pole in the Ooh. ditch. It, My it, goodness. Yeah. It was a little closer than it probably should have been. Wow. Back probably probably wasn't. Been a bar. 
There was probably a, a long brown line somewhere else after all that was done. <laughs> uh, ben, tell us about your draft day. Um, well, obviously a lot different back in the day. Um, I remember I got up and my dad looked outside and he said, go hop on the John Deere. <laughs> so I went out and mowed the grass for a while and then weed whacked and pushed forward and did all that came in showered and uh mama had some food food out and prepared and we had some family and friends over and just basically waited for the phone call and um you know fortunately for me i didn't have to wait really long um but yeah that was it and then we just kind of celebrated got the phone call and we just kind of celebrated there at the house and um that night because i i I remember I, i got drafted before i graduated which was kind of weird. But um, that night I went to my buddy Mario Severa's uh, graduation party and uh, just went there and hung out with all my, my high school friends. And uh, that was it. That was my draft day. And then I think that, I think two days after that, I graduated high school. Why had yeah. you not graduated yet? You're just, well, you were we slow? Just didn't have, we just didn't have, <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have the graduation ceremony uh, so okay. i didn't uh, have school anymore but we just didn't have the graduation ceremony so i didn't know if there was a pandemic that had postponed things or <laughs> no no and like it was that. uh i signed and i think the next where i graduated i think the next day we flew out to san diego and um we had uh you know the big thing out there i got to take batting practice on the field uh i got to throw a little bit and that night that i signed the contract i went through my physical did all that and it was just it recently just happened, but that was the night that Pedro Martinez threw ten perfect innings against the Padres. They were playing the Expos, and I remember sitting there watching this perfect game. Well, what ended up? I think uh, someone got. I think like Bip Roberts got a hit in the eleventh inning or something. Uh, and it was he had a perfect game. Pedro did through ten innings. It was it was unbelievable. It was it was cool. And, and so, you said how quick did you sign? I signed like the next day, or I signed that week. We had we kind of had something planned, uh, yeah. you know, be- the night before the draft, my advisor, uh, Who had the first agent, pick? Darren Erstad. No, 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 but Oh, the angels. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we kind of had something prearranged and we gave the, the club a, a number that we were looking for. And, um, you know, thankfully it came to fruition. Nice. So, it was cool. I sat around waiting for a phone call too, but it was a party line and the other party wouldn't get off. So I didn't get called till the next day. <laughs> now we have some younger listeners now we have now wait a minute we have some younger listeners that may not have any idea what a party line is it's not what you think yeah. <laughs> la party line come on for those of us uh, you know under 60 tell us about the party line <laughs> well it was one of those things where like you know how today everybody has their own cell phone well it would be like like if your whole family had the cell phone and somebody was on it and you wanted to make a call, but you couldn't because somebody else was on it. That was where your line line was. You could pick up the phone and listen to your neighbors talking to their cousin or something. They're like, I'm on the line. Oh, sorry. And hang up. We've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> that would work real well today. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a long way. And uh, Kevin, what about you? Your party line was open for business. What talk, talk about, draft day for you uh well my one of my best friends got drafted in the second round so that was like we were wait, we thought he was gonna go in the first he goes second to the Mets 
So I, I was, it already started off great. Um, and I got to about like the sixth, seventh round, which, you know, a couple of teams have said I'd be, I don't know, maybe on the board then to, you know, get drafted. That didn't happen. So I was getting pissed. So about the 10th round, I went to the backyard, started going to hit. And my brother had spent uh, the last two days at chemo. He was there uh, back of the house, kind of like laying down. Next thing you know, he came out back. He goes, you need to come inside. Giants are going to pick. They're going to pick you. And I swear to God, I thought he was on his drugs, like his, you know, like anti-nausea drugs, because he was just like, at times he'd be loopy. And I was like, whatever. What? And then he started, get your ass in here. And I'm like, uh, okay. And maybe like two minutes later, the giant, you hear like on the computer, because you're listening on the computer. And the next thing you know, you hear, you know, number two, zero, four, three, two, six, nine, eight. And I'm like, wow, that's a damn long ID right there. And it said Franzen, Kevin, San Jose State. And then it said second baseman. And it was, it was the Giants. So it was, uh, next thing you know, he hadn't like really walked a whole lot. He, had, he was using a walker here and there. And he was like running outside, taking off his shirt. He's like 130 pounds at the time and like just waving around going nuts. And I'm like, I'm still in shock. And, uh, you know, from there, signed for 2,500 bucks, uh, made that my, basically my first day in the big leagues. So, uh, it was the opportunity, right? I mean, that's what you're looking for. And, um, whether you believe in yourself, like I, I've said that all along, it's like, it, if you believe in yourself and, and you're going to use that, you know, signing bonus or whatever, and, you know, use it as the, as just like the, the kickstart to everything. That's one thing. Certain guys that you play with, Ben's played with guys that, you know, sign for a lot of money too. There's like, I'm good. Yeah. And it became like, when you you and Ben, when you and Ben were waiting for the phone call for the draft, did you guys have to worry about which draft you were going to get the call for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was good. That was good. I was past that time. Uh. That's <laughs> you know, Kevin, it's funny you bring that up about the, you know, you made that the first day in, in the big leagues. Remember, I get called up to the big leagues and I got my, you know, because you make nothing in the minor leagues, right? And I got my first paycheck in the big leagues and it had a comma in it. And I was like, oh, my God, like it was it was unbelievable. <clears throat> and my jaw just dropped. I remember we were in the in the food room at, at San Diego. I got the check. This is before direct deposit, all that stuff. You know, I got the check and like my jaw just dropped. Ken came in, he walks up next to me, he pulls out his billfold and goes, Hey, you want me to cash that for you? <laughs> Good old San Jose boy. Good old San Jose boy for Ways you. Ways to go yet. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, God. but it, it is, it is something like it, I, it became like for me as a 12th round, like that was the chip, right? That people always need something to go with. I was like excited to play, but I was like, I knew I could do something and ended up being like, my goal was to make it to the big leagues at that point. Like, I didn't know I was going to get drafted. I, I get drafted. I want I, – I became, like, the goal for me is not only to get to the big leagues, but be the first one in the draft class to get to the big leagues. I was. As a 12 you really? Good for you. Not, you know, you, you can but, also not, – like, not, not, the, not, not the entire no. draft, like for the, the Giants draft. And that was, a, that was a big deal for me because that's a – you know, you, cert, you set goals. Cool. You can relate to Kevin now because this is such a weird year, right? Five rounds. There's so many kids out there. In fact, Barbara talked about this today in the, the uh, conference call that there are so many players out there that are really good that aren't, aren't drafted. It's going to be like the wild, wild west. What are they going to do? You can, 
if guys want to stay back, that's fine. But if they want and they have confidence in themselves and the ability, it, it's really the signing bonus is, is one thing if you get drafted and you're up at the top. It's a huge, awesome, awesome opportunity, right, to get that, that, that bonus. But in this case, this is opportunity to get out there and play. We don't know when they're going to play, obviously. But if you're confident in yourself, I'm, I'm going to be – like the thing I'm more kind of uh, thinking about is – how many guys from this year's draft class, non-drafted players, right, from like the sixth round on, so the free agent signs, make it to the big league soon and stay there and have the impact because they're hungrier than a lot. Because this is this is one of those things that maybe this ignites a, a new trend and, and guys have these goals that are set that they believe in themselves and they move up quick. I, I just – I wonder about that. Yeah. I think that – like I've, I've talked to kids and, and you know, high-round draft picks and – Whoever and I, couple every year I'd go through the, you know, to the talk to the Phillies Marlins. They bring them into that winter caravan. You know, uh, Mike Gondo had me in there a couple times just to talk to him. And I think the best advice I gave to him, I said, you know, guys, I was the second overall pick in the whole draft. I said, but I remember when I got off that plane in Idaho Falls and I started rookie ball, and in, in the Pioneer League, I thought to myself, I'm just another minor leaguer. I know the signing bonus is great. But the bottom line is, if I don't put up numbers in the minor leagues, I'm never going to get to the big leagues. I don't care how much money they give you. You have to put up numbers another to get to the big leagues. If you don't, you're going to just, you know, wallow in the, in the minor leagues the rest of your life. So um, I think that's, you know, obviously you got to put up numbers. Otherwise, you're not going to go to that. I think the but, one thing um, that you would see is being a pick where you were picked as opposed to, say, you know, where Kevin was is that, you might be given a little bit longer opportunity because yeah. of the the investment that they made. I would agree with that. In you financially, but you are right. You still had to put up numbers if you were going to advance and so, get to the. Business. So Ben, let me ask you this because I I know from my you know talking to guys that have been drafted lower down in in where where I was or even farther or even you know even near like the fifth round whatever. What was that initial? Like how long did it take you to get that next motivation? Right. So being being drafted and being drafted high had to have been a huge goal for you, right? I mean, and, and you accomplished that. So now yeah. switching that right next, was it literally that what you were saying, getting off the plane? Or was yeah. it like maybe like a weekend of playing where you're going, damn, I got to find this and, and go? Or did you always – did you never not have to worry about that because you always had that hunger? No, I always had the hunger. And to be honest with you, I never thought I'd get drafted where I did. Being coming from – I graduated with 80 kids in a class in a school in Northeast – or Southeast Pennsylvania. I just didn't think that would happen. But I remember getting off that plane and, you know, you're on a team with 24 other guys. I was the only high school kid there. So all college kids. And then there's, you know, 24 guys in the team, you know, 10 of which didn't speak English. I'm thinking, you know, I'm 18 years old, you know, and, and it was until the game started, I always had that, not doubt, but kind of like, am I good enough to Mm -hmm. to play with these guys? They're older and this and that, you know, I I graduated six to 180 pounds. So, um, you know, I wasn't physically there yet, but these guys are coming out of college <laughs> and it was, uh, what's that? Uh, me too. I graduated <laughs> high school. I was five, I 10, 130. I might've had the 180 pounds part. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought to myself, you know, am I good enough to play with these guys? And once I got on the field, I realized it's still the same game I played at Malvern prep. It's just played a little bit faster pace. And then I started to handle my, realized I could handle myself with those guys. And it was, it, it, it really kind of changed my whole mindset around me. What was your minimum salary when you first got up? Um, 
I want to the say big leagues? I think yeah. in the big leagues, I think it was 150 grand. And I, was mine that? was 225. Yeah. How about you, LA? 16. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's like that, that. And so that, I think we've discussed that plenty. I mean, we're not going to go into like negotiating and all that stuff, but like for us, for, for guys like Ben and I, I, at least I know that I've talked to Ben about it. I always said thank you to, to the older guys that I was playing with or playing against that were fighting for our right, like to be able to get to 225 at that time. Yeah. You know, and it's because there were strikes, there were lockouts, there were a lot of things that you guys fought for for the future, <laughs> not for just the now. Kevin, right. what year, what was your first year in the big leagues? 2006. Wow. It's come a long way. In a, it sure has. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was the very next CBA. So I think uh, I think the CBA was signed in, in 2006. Okay. That's a collective bargaining agreement. Yes. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Larry. Good job, Larry. Larry, you're and very good with this I, I think the very next one was the one that they really fought for the increase in, uh, in, in, the, in the minimum. Okay. And, and look. They fought for the increase for us too. I mean, it was. <laughs> I'll be curious um, to see moving forward now with the with the draft complete. Uh, I'll be curious to see what teams do. Obviously, this year is kind of strange in that there is no minor league system to fill necessarily. But um, how many how many guys will teams sign? Do you think? I mean, do, do they have will a list? they will they have to really love a guy to to sign him, or do they? Well, anyone now that gets twenty grand, right? Is that yep. the thing? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. one of the and, and so they'll, they'll still many. be able to get the college stuff, right? So, it, it, it you know for college juniors you get your senior year paid for at least. Uh, for high schoolers, I do believe it's the twenty grand plus four years of tuition. Um, but I mean, someone there's going to be a lot of like little bit of under the table to I I get that feeling it has to <laughs> money in a bag yeah. <laughs> It is going to be fun to, to watch, Kev, as you mentioned, uh, over the next couple of years that the one or two free agent guys that are going to burst onto the scene in the big leagues and be that first major story that, hey, I wasn't even drafted back in 2020, and here I am, you know, a first-year all-star kind of thing. Because you know it's going to happen. It's that kind of sport. So it, it'll be fun to, to see. Hopefully it's <laughs> for the Phillies organization, but it'll be fun to watch that as a story in baseball. I'll tell you what, that, 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 that's good. Gonna. <laughs> our our first rounder, he's a hey, he's legit, and I like him. I like him a lot. in Portland that have seen him pitch, and not they're not scouts, they're you know, but they're around baseball quite a bit, and uh, they're like the kid is, he's not your normal, you know. Uh, at, at the time, it was a high school junior. Yeah, yeah, he, he looks special. Yeah, also it's a maturity level too. Hey, carries just, himself uh, carries himself like a, a unbelievably talking about larry right yes yes of course yes. great pitcher from oregon carries himself well mature, mature. loves trees let's <laughs> see got himself larry, out of the uh, ditch yeah. larry when are you coming back to philadelphia well um if if the i just literally today put in another mail forwarding um till july 15th so Love your optimism. <laughs> well, I, do, I figured there's no way they can start like July 5th or so. I didn't think if they didn't have an agreement by today. That was my feeling. 
And I think it felt like if they didn't have agreement by today, chances are it's going to go. I mean, I can cancel it obviously anytime, but I just figured like, I, I just kind of being prepared. Larry, did you have to clear your, clear out your calendar to make sure you were ready to make that move today? I mean, <laughs> like you have nothing going on, do you? What do you mean? <laughs> yesterday was just like that i bet you yeah. have been you have been strategizing for weeks on when to put in the next forwarding order trust me i have <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one i did in the end of may which i screwed up it wasn't even the post office it was some other company and i looked at my credit card they charged me 79 dollars to forward my mail <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, expect your in your mail, and I think it's Monday. It said, your, yeah. "I know your bread yeah, will be mail forwarding service." Yeah, you sent in bread. Yep, yeah, That's awesome. All right, My well, man. next week we'll get a full report. All right. Yeah. God, I hope it's Scott, good. Scott, do we have the chickens in yet? Uh, the chickens are in the run for the day today, but I believe uh, we're still waiting on some more bedding uh, being shipped to the house. But the cage um, is, is done. It's done. It's ready. Nice. They're ready. Nice, buddy. Can we can we all just take a moment here and talk about the wings that you got going above your ears right here, Scott? I know. That's it's phenomenal. Like, I'm yeah. trying to. Uh, That's some great flow. <laughs> trying to. Uh, Woo! Hey, you know you. <laughs> pandemic. We're in lockdown. We all we don't all have uh, hairdressers living with us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We don't all get haircuts on a every other day basis. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Some do need it more than others. Some people need it more than others. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, uh, all right, boys. Uh, thanks. It was a good time. See you next yeah. time. Yeah. It was great. Take care, guys. Next ben Davis, Greg Murphy. And good to be all here. of those radio mopes <laughs> next time on the uh, radio roundtable. See you then.